You're listening to a Frequency Podcast Network production. This is the Pooja and Gurdeep Show. From 98.1 CHFI Studios in Toronto, Canada. Hey Toronto, this is Ed Sheeran. This is Kelly Clarkson. Hi, this is Brian Adams. This is Adele. This is Madonna. It's Michael Bublé. And you're listening to the Pooja and Gurdeep Show. It's fun. They're amazing. If you're new to the show, this may be new to you. If you are a Pooja and Gurdeep original listener, you've probably heard this a couple times. This is one of our favorite segments. And it was high time we brought it back. Pooja, it's time for... A backwards break. This Mm -hmm. is where we take a phrase, obviously something of the time, and we break it up and you and I have to say it backwards. And then we're going to play it out backwards, play it out forward, see how close we got to we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Okay. So should we go ahead and hear what you had to say, which was wish you a Merry Christmas backwards. (laughs) Semse ireme we shall we... <laughs> Are you singing? Listen, what? you have to not only say it phonetically backwards, you have to get the right inflection. So it sounds like we wish you a merry. <laughs> Hopefully, I haven't heard it. So let's let's first hear mind forwards to okay. hear how close I got to we wish you a merry Christmas. Okay. Crossing my fingers. We wish you a merry Christmas. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! We wish you a merry Christmas. It's like the first version of AI with, with the bugs still in it. There's like extra syllables. But my singing, the the inflection's right. The words are not. Okay. We wish you a merry Christmas. How, how do we work on your enthusiasm level? Because for some reason, every time you do it, you sound really depressed and we sad. We wish you a merry Christmas. <laughs> I, it's close listen if you heard that you know what that guy's trying to say uh, alright so your line is and a happy new year let's hear it backwards Why would a a hat net well speaking Why of sounding would depressed a, a hat net were you plugging your nose when you did that no one more time Why would a a hat net Why would a a hat, hat net I what just, I think I'm just going to talk like that all the time and be like I can I get a beer <laughs> can we sorry I know this is off script can we do my break backwards and Pooja's break backwards just yeah. back to back Semsei ireme we shall we Why would a a hat net those two people are terrified <laughs> yeah they should not hang out together should we hear yours forward let's do yours it yours is and a happy new year let's see how close you got then I had, yeah, the whale. Whoa! <laughs> I thought you couldn't be worse than mine. That's worse than mine. What am I even saying? Then I had, yeah, the whale. <laughs> you start off like you're going to nail it. The first half is strong. Then the last half, you went, you're an 18 wheeler going off a cliff in the then last. I had, yeah, the whale. You know what? Maybe, maybe it's New Year's Eve. Maybe I've had a couple, and that's what I sound like. Okay, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This is going to be the worst one yet. <laughs> we wish you a Merry Christmas. And I have, yeah, the whale. <laughs> Who's coming to our party for New Year's? Who's coming we to our We wish you a Merry Christmas. And I have, yeah, the whale. I don't think we should host any parties. What happened to you at the end there? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> the Pooja and Gurdeep Show. How many years do you have to work somewhere before the anniversary is significant? Like, I'm talking significant, like, you know, people are wishing you happy anniversary. You're getting a card. You're getting cake. I mean, because listen, you guys, Pooja and I just hit a pretty big milestone. We did as a team two years of this show. And I'm wondering, um, we we getting a cake? Confetti? Mariachi band? So nothing, eh? Okay. 
I'll tell you how significant this anniversary is. Pooja didn't even show up. <laughs> yeah. That's Pooja sleeping right now. Pooja did not even show up today or this week. It's our two-year work anniversary. Does that matter, guys? Like, is this no. is this special? Two no. years? No, it's you not. You get a cupcake. Okay. Do you? I'll, Does I, he even get one? I no. would take a cupcake. Okay, let me ask you this then. At what point does a work anniversary start mattering? Like, when do you roll into Does work thinking work they're rolling out the red matter? carpet? Does it ever matter? At it's some work. point. I think for you it matters, yeah. but I don't think your work actually cares how long you've been there or the people around you. Okay. I like, think, like, the big the big marks are, like, 25 years. Yes. Right? Like, that's a, a big sort of, like, milestone. But even then, I don't think you're celebrated. They're like, send you an email. Maybe you get a pin. Well, I spent 10 years at the last company I was at before this. What'd you get? Uh, I got a pen. And, a, and I got a pen and a framed certificate. Ooh. But I think the frame was, like, from Dollarama. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, I've bought these before. Ooh. Yeah. It was, yes. It was, yeah. I got the Save by the Bell. Ooh. <laughs> Have you guys ever spent long enough somewhere that like something happened that you made you go, oh, oh wow? I got a gas camping stove at the la- I was ten years. You got a gas camping stove? I got a pen. <laughs> I don't think that's what you get on the tenth anniversary. It's your no, gas it's camping not, stove anniversary. Yeah, right. No, there was a catalog. So if you're if you hit ten years, you could choose from the uh, from this catalog. Oh, this, oh, that was consumers. Oh, <laughs> oh maybe I worked at consumers for ten years. <laughs> like you know when you're married, like you know I don't know what the milestones are, so I'm making this up. But like five years is like your paper anniversary. Right. 10 years is like your, I don't know, aluminum anniversary. I'm just making it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Right. Your paper anniversary, whatever. Like, does that apply to work as well? I no. don't think it does. Nope. We can start. Today, is, two years. It's your cricket anniversary. It's a cricket anniversary. <laughs> you get a box of cricket. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna feel special today because uh, loyal listener Connie dropped off a bunt cake for us recently. Oh. So maybe two years is your bunt anniversary, your boont. Are you trying boont. to get another bunt cake? Is that what's happening? I mean, I wouldn't say no. And I know Connie's up listening. So, uh, and Connie's, hey. Connie's like this. <laughs> it's two years and we haven't been canceled yet. The Pooja Anger Deep Show. From 98.1 CHFI. Do you know what your birth toy is? <laughs> your birth toy is the toy that was all the rage. It's funny because this wouldn't be the toy you played with because this was the toy that was all the rage the year you were born. You probably really don't remember your favorite toy until you're at least five or six years old, True. right? True. Like my birth toy, I'm 1983. It's the Cabbage Patch doll, which oh, I never played with. I love the Cabbage Patch doll. Right? Do you know what your birth toy is? Uh, my birth toy is the Baby Alive doll. Um, that in 1979, creepy. I know it was creepy looking back, and even when I look at it, it eats, it drinks, it wets itself. You got to change the diaper. Oh, wow. it sounds like the precursor to Chucky or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was supposed to be teaching us. Like that, babies are hard. Okay. It's difficult. I'm yeah. not sure. Those but real life kids. Yeah, I didn't have one of those, but um, I definitely had a Cabbage Patch doll, and I would put baby powder on the Cabbage Patch doll's face because it smelled like baby powder, and then you just needed to. to always smell like baby powder because that's... You want to smell like a real baby. See, the toys <laughs> I remember, 1988, Toy of the Year, Nintendo Entertainment System, of course, but the one that really sticks with me is 1993. Do you remember the Talkboy? This was famous because of Home Alone 2. It was the recording device Macaulay Culkin had in Home Alone 2, the Talkboy. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's and, bringing back some memories now. Like, I loved Macaulay Culkin and I love Home Alone, so I actually remember... I'm seeing this picture now of him holding this thing. It reminds me of something I did, which... Not the nicest thing when I was in school, but I'm going to share it anyways because hoping you'll give me a free pass since I was like 10. Okay. Okay, so I got, after watching Home Alone 2, I bought like a little voice recorder talkboy type device, like a knockoff, and I would pull these stunts on on like my classmates and my friends. So I would do things like, like I would I would record into the talkboy. I'd, I'd stand in the corner and be like, hey, Natalie, do you like Ryan? And then stop. 
Right. And, but, then I would, and Natalie can't hear Natalie you? can't hear me. Okay. I'm doing that quietly. And then I would go up to Natalie and I'd go, hey, Natalie, do you like to ride bikes? And then I would hit record and you just get her going, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then I'd stop. And oh, then, when I, then I'd go up to Ryan and I'd play the whole thing back and I'd be like, Ryan, I just got a scoop. Check it out. And it would play. <laughs> hey, Natalie, do you like Ryan? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I think you should go talk to her. Wow. Was this the start of your reporting days? Only you needed to work for like the <laughs> National Enquirer? I was doing fake news yeah. before fake news was a thing. <laughs> How mean is that? I don't know. It also, it, it, it says a lot about you. It yeah. does. I mean, I, not now, but back then, that you were your cheeky little kid, weren't you? Should I fire it up again? Do you still have it? No, but I can, I mean, I can use my phone now. (laughs) No, we don't need to be spreading more fake news. Thank you, though. From CHFI Studios, it's the Pooja and Gurdip Show. I was at a party over the weekend and could not remember this really nice guy's name that I was chatting with for like 40 minutes. Awesome dude. We're like, yeah, we're going to have dinner. This is going to be great. Could not remember his name. I'm horrible at it. It's a bad thing that I'm sadly really good at. Chalk it up to morning brain, or I don't know why I'm not good at it, but we're wondering what are the bad things that you're really good at, and apparently there's a lot. Uh, Penny from Keswick, what's the bad thing you're really good at? Not tightening the lid back and putting them away. So when the next person takes it, they it, it kind of drops. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. So someone picks something up by the lid. That bottle of uh, pickles is going down. You got it. Why do you do that, Penny? <laughs> I have, honestly, I have no idea. My mother yells at me. Uh, my son's actually dropped pretty much everything, and I have no idea why I do it. There's a whole prank that's predicated on that, the salt prank, right, where you loosen the salt top and someone goes to shake a little salt on, the whole thing comes out. I feel like maybe you invented that. <laughs> maybe I did. <laughs> uh, Penny, thanks so much for the call. That's great. Enjoy your day. <laughs> Uh, Tim from Toronto texting in to say, I'm really good at calculating how much sleep I'll get if I fall asleep right now. <laughs> I do that all the time. Like laying in bed, I'm like, ooh, if I fall asleep right now, I'll get six hours and 30 minutes. And I think it makes you stay awake longer totally. because now you're thinking about it. And then the longer you're up, you know it's like a ticking clock. You're yeah. like, oh, man, I'm getting less sleep. Yeah. stresses you out. Don't do that. But, Tim, I'm with you on that one. Uh, Miguel from Toronto, what's the bad thing you're really good at? Man, I'm really bad at taking action. <laughs> Bad at taking action. What do you mean? Like, I would say, you know, I, I got to do this. I got to start this. Uh, you know, I got to, I do plumbing. So I'm like, yeah, I got to start my side job. You know, I got to do this, get some clients. But then I'll be sitting and not take action, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you have things to do. You're a plumber. You have tasks and stuff. But instead, you wind up napping. Yeah, and I'm doing nothing. So, and and um, uh, regarding your your story a while ago that you were in a party and you forgot the guy name. Yeah, I have. Uh, I learned this trick when you're in a conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. You have to repeat their ta- their name five times. So every time you're talking to them, say their name. So, Gardin, what is your favorite thing to do? Well, yesterday we went to a party. Oh, Gardin, you know, uh, have you ever heard about that? So if you you keep talking you mentioned their name and you will not forget it okay i love that i love that trick so much except that you called me gurdine instead of gurdip so you got it wrong but i like the trick miguel miguel that's a great move and miguel you know what i think i'm actually going to use that next time i meet someone miguel yeah see there you go you got it every time you do that remember trust me you won't forget their name miguel you are a great caller i don't think i'm going to hire you for the leak at my place but thank you for the call we appreciate you merry christmas thank you very much same to you <laughs> Pooja and gurdine in the I morning like it. that's good <laughs> gurdine okay uh a couple texts coming in here julia from etobicoke says bad things i'm really good at 
making plans and then immediately regretting making plans. Yeah. Yes. That's me all the time. Yep. I'm like, why? Why did I agree to why this? Why do I do that? Uh, I love this text coming in saying, uh, and by the way, always include your name and where you're from on the text so we can shout you out. This text says, our son joked the other day that he's going to hide his sister's Christmas present behind our Brita water dispenser as she'll never find it because she never free- she never fills it. Yes, I'm hiding all my Christmas presents behind there because no one fills it. Hide them with the vegetables. Perfect. Because don't eat the vegetables. Uh, we got time for one more here? Yep. Okay, what's the bad thing you're really good at? Uh, Phil from Oakville, what is it? I always forget whether it's the last milk carton, whether it's the last juice carton or when, when something is running low in the fridge or anywhere else, and I always forget to tell my wife, we'll be doing something and then she'll go and get juice or whatever she needs this. Uh, is there more of this? Where's the next? And then I'm like, oh, I forgot to tell you, that's the last one. And I'll get the look. <laughs> so your wife will be like, honey, I'm going to the store. Do we need anything? You're like, nope. And then you yeah, come back exactly, and realize. Exactly. That happens too. And then it was like, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I love how your wife has the hard job of like actually going to the store, doing the shopping. Your job is just to like check the fridge to see what you need. And you can't well, do we, it. Well, we, we, we share that actually. We both do the shopping. So Okay, there we go. All right. Well, you're not totally in the doghouse. Phil comes back with nothing because nothing's missing. <laughs> This is the Pooja and Gurdip Show. So do you and your partner have your own language, like your own secret language that only you two understand? Like you see this in couples all the time. It's almost like a short speak, Mm -hmm. like or inside joke between Mm -hmm. the two of you. Well, there's a trend right now that has gone viral. It's called marriage language. Hashtag (laughs) marriage language. If you look it up, a bunch of videos of people sharing what their marriage language is. And wow, if you think that your relationship is weird... (laughs) This will make you feel so much better. I actually think this is one of the cute things. This is kind of like what I miss of being in a long-term relationship where you come up with your own little shorthand cute speak that you could be in a room full of people and you could communicate with each other based on your own inside baseball language. It is adorable. And Mm -hmm. I'm just going to give you a little taste of it because there's a visual part of it as well where they'll show you an image and one of the partners will say, what do we call this? And then the other partner will weigh in with their marriage language. So here's an example of it. Uh, this married couple starts with an image of coffee. Okay. What do we call this? Oh, that's a cup of gasoline. What do we say when one of us is really frustrated? Stop acting like a frustrated tornado. What's our word for toes? Tozina marinas. How do we say I love you? Meow, meow, meow. that's so cute that's adorable so they go meow 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 and that means i love you yeah i so they have their own marriage language and i was thinking like in my own relationship i couldn't think of any right off the top of my head come on you've been married for 10 years you must have some i feel like we just speak to each other normally boss man blair do you and your partner have one so we have one my uh my wife karen would tell stories and in the middle of the story, she said, to make a long story short, I went too late. <laughs> so now the too late phrase has become something we use when we're out with other people. And then people, they've, they're telling a long story. I just look at Karen and I go, too late. <laughs> <laughs> so she instantly so gives she me the nod, totally understands this going on too long. I, I feel like I know that you and I are not married, Gritty, but we do kind of have our own Work little. Wife. Yeah. I'm, so we have our own marriage language here. So uh, let, let's just try this. Let's see if. We are on the same page. So okay. uh, we'll start with, okay, you want me to do something, but you don't want to actually ask me to do it. So what do you say? Oh, I know this one. Hold on. 
Yo Poochie Guy. <laughs> That's true. If you start anything with Yo Poochie Guy, it usually means you need me to do something. Okay, well, oftentimes after we play Secret Voices, your job is to update the whiteboard because you sit closest to it, so you update the total, and sometimes you don't update it right away, so I'll, g- I'll give you like a minute, two minutes, five minutes, ten minutes, and I'll be like, Yo Poochie Guy. And he's like, oh, <laughs> oh you no. just get up and you dutifully go over and update it. It's so true. Uh, okay, also sometimes uh, if someone in the room flubs something or makes a mistake while speaking, you know, sometimes you don't get the words out right. Uh-huh. Someone, yeah. <laughs> it's usually me. <laughs> what do we say? We say, bike lock key. Bike lock key. <laughs> that was from two Fridays ago. You were trying to say bike lock key, and it came out bike like... Bike lock key. <laughs> and of course, because we're all jerks in here, we have not let you live it down. We laughed for like an hour. I know, and then you sent me an emoji of somebody wearing like headgear. <laughs> yeah, because... <laughs> Bike lock key. It sounds like you have headgear braces and you have way too much saliva in your mouth. Bike lock key. Okay, finally, and we all do this. So this is our marriage language in the room. If anybody here says perfect. Music. Music. Mix. There you go. Because that's our call. It's like we're we're robots but in I, here. But I do this with other people. So, uh, you know, you, uh, I'll be out with friends and somebody will say perfect. And I'll go music. Mix. Right. Like, I do the same okay? thing with Karen. You, you and do? she'll go perfect. I'm like music. Mix. She goes, what's <laughs> wrong like, with what you? you? What are you doing? <laughs> Bike lock key. From CHFI Studios. It's the Pooja and Gurdip Show. It's the end of the year. So all the lists are coming out. And uh, we get this one every year. And I don't know why... I'm like half surprised because this has been happening now for 14 straight years. The list of the most popular baby names is out, okay, for 2023 for Ontario. It is very predictable. Any guesses, guys, for the top uh, baby name for, let's start with females. It's not Blair, is it? It's not. Blair's a unisex name. Yes, it is. Blair did not make the top 10 for male male or female. Ever. (laughs) Really? No? Never. And you can never find a, a mug or a license plate or a keychain in well, a, a suit. No, so. no spoilers. Well, Steph and Gurdip are not on here either. <laughs> yeah. so. And even I spell my name with an F. So growing up, I never, same thing, never, it was always PH on every single customized, you know, personalized item. It's funny, though. When you're little, all we want to do is fit in, right? Like, yeah. you, like, I hated that my name was Gurdip when I was a kid because there were no other Gurdips in my class. And I'm like, why can't my name be Mike? Or why can't my name be Dave? And then the older you get, the more you appreciate the fact mm-hmm. that not Everybody has your name, right? Yep. Like your unique spelling, that's cool. Because yep. I don't know a lot of other Stephs with, with, with an F, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know any other Blairs. It's a, it's a strong name. For the 14th straight year, Olivia is the number one name Shocker. for females. Shocker. Yeah. Let's 14. not change it. If it's not broken, don't fix it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> There's just going to be so many Olivias like running yep. Canada. And in, I know like, so years. many Olivias ever since like my daughter's 13. And I remember Olivias when I, she was born and still in her class, in my son's class, so many Olivias. And it's a pretty name. Don't get me wrong. It's really lovely. It's just it's 14 straight years, the number one name in Ontario yeah. for babies. On uh, the the boys' side, the number one male name for four years running. Blair. Olivier. <laughs> it's Steph. Stefan. Yeah. <laughs> it's Stefan. It's Steve Urkel. He became cool. Yeah. Stefan. Uh, it's Noah for four straight years. Oh, it's not Olivier. It's not Olivier. No. It's not, <laughs> let me just run through these and tell me if you notice a theme with these names. Top 10 female names in Ontario in 2023 for babies. Olivia, Charlotte, Amelia, Emmy, Emma, Sophia, Ava, Chloe, Evelyn, Lily, Mia, and for boys, the top 10 names this year, Noah, Liam, Oliver, uh, Theodore, Jack, Benjamin, Lucas, William, Ethan, Leo. Wow. So on the girls list, they were all on my girls list. Ah. And my daughter's name is Simona. 
There you and go. And her middle name is Gabriella. So though none of them made it. None and for my son's it. list, only Leo was on there. None of those other Leo's boy names. Leo's nice. Yeah. I mean, the thing that stuck out to me is, you know, I think of Canada as a pretty multicultural country. That list kind of shocks me. There's, there's no... a ton of names. Do I, do people know this? I, there's Time other names to choose names. from. <laughs> so I, I got curious because I'm like, I always tell people Canada's so multicultural. I just hopped on like the census data. The most recent one is 2021. Not that multicultural. Like you look at, they did it like by like bubble size of ethnicities and like the most, the largest bubbles, the largest ethnicities. We're still looking at Canadian, English, Irish, Scottish, German, French. Still the most dominant populations in Canada. So when you look at that, okay, I guess the names kind of make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but Steph Blair, if people are expecting and they're like, you know what? I don't want to be mainstream. Yeah. I thought I'd help them out. So I went to my friend ChatGPT, uh, who I go to often, it seems, <laughs> and who will want once repl- will replace me one day. That is happening. <laughs> and replace your friends, apparently, because you're already calling it <laughs> yeah, a friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? Uh, and I asked ChatGPT, give me a unique, non-mainstream ethnic name that could become popular mainstream one day. Okay, that's okay? cool. And here are the male and female names, and I think both of these could be unisex, okay? So here's the first one. I love both these names, let me tell you. They both start with Z, which is interesting. Zephyra. Ooh, I like Isn't that. Isn't that pretty? That's cool. Can you see, like, baby, It sounds like baby a girl sound effect, Zephy- though, almost, too. It sounds Zephy- like some wind. sounds like something from That's Zelda, right? Zephyra. Actually, it's funny you say that, so listen to this. Derived from the word Zephyr... Uh, which refers to a gentle, mild breeze. Oh, oh. Zephyra has a unique and elegant sound while still being modern. It has a touch of mythology. Zephyrus was the Greek god of the west wind and a fresh, airy feel. Oh, I like Zephyra. it. Zephyra. It sounds like air. The Chili Peppers had a song, Fly Away on My, on my Zephyr, right? The mm. Zephyr song. And then the other one here, this is might be nice for a boy, Zaray. Z-A-R-A-E, Zaray. This name combines a touch of exotic flair with a modern sound, making it appealing to a wide audience. It has a distinctive quality while still being easy to pronounce and could contribute to its potential popularity. I like it. Zaray. I'm having a son and a daughter. Are you? Zaray and Zephyra. <laughs> okay. That's Mark nice. this date down on the calendar, everybody. And Deep <laughs> is having a boy and a girl. And in 2063, <laughs> they're going to make the list. <laughs> the Pooja Ingrid Deep Show. From 98.1 CHFI. Okay, so we're uh, we're doing a quiz here, Steph, because you and I have done two quizzes this week. We're tied. We've each won one. This is to settle it because you're off tomorrow. Can, you just, can we tie on purpose just so it's, like, nice? Uh, they're holiday-themed words that we they have to are, spell. They are, yes. I've okay. got eight of them. And we're not allowed to use pen and paper. Hey, it's time to play! <laughs> Holiday words, baby! <laughs> All right, here we go. First word. Steph, you, sh- you start off. Okay. Yuletide. It's two words, isn't Easy. It? Y-U-L-E. One word. Okay, well, Y-U-L-E-T-I-D-E. Yay! Nicely done. Good evening. Your word is dreidel. She gets Yuletide to get dreidel? <laughs> oh, calm down. I'm sure I'm going to get a hard one. I know the Edmonton Oilers, Leon Dreisaitl. Dreidel, D-R-A-I-D-L. No, there's no A. It's D-R-E-I-D-E-L. I don't like it. All right. Steph, <laughs> yep. here's yours. Wenceslas. Oh, As good, good King Wenceslas. W-E-N. Wednesday. W-E-N. When S. C. Nice. It's W E N C E S L A S. I don't even know oh, what you said. All right, Gurdip. Here we go. <laughs> Too many letters. Is, are you keeping class score? Uh, yeah, it's one nothing. <laughs> okay, okay yeah. good. Gurdip, your word is blitzen. Blitzen, like the reindeer? Correct. No, like your Fridays. <laughs> what I do in my personal time. Blitzen. B L I T Z E N. Nice. Ah! All right, Steph. Yeah. Kwanzaa. K 
KW. Oh, there's double A's in there. KW. A-A-N-Z-A. You know what? I would have put the double A the same part as you. That's tricky. All right. Just good words here. Your holiday word in the holiday spelling bee is Hanukkah. 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 There's two ways. There's two ways. C-H-A-N-N-A-K-A-H. I have... H A N U K K A H. Oh, it's so such a hard word. It is a tough one. All right, okay. Steph, your word is frankincense. F R A N, Frank K I N, Frank in oh, S. What? C E N C S C E N C S. No, it's F R A N K I N C E N S. Okay, and then you just start saying letters. All right. Oh, man. Here's your last one. This is tough. Mela Kalaki Maka. Oh, my God. I know <laughs> Mela Kalaki Maka. I'm trying to look no, at don't look it. at I the can't. sheet. It's, it's two there. words. Okay. It's two words. Wait, is it 1-1 one, one right now? It's, yes, 1-1. One, one. So can I steal if you get it wrong? No. We've what? been stealing all game. <laughs> M-E-L-E. Kalaki Maka. K-A-L-I-K-E-M-A-K-A. So close. Oh, yeah. It's M-E-L-E-K-A-L-I-K-I-M-A-K-A. I don't even see Do you not lose track? It's 1-1. Oh, my God, we tied. Yay. Merry Christmas. One more. Hold on. Unless you give the last one and whoever can spell it first fastest. Here we go. Bobble. B-O-B-B-A-U-B-L-E. B-A-U-B-B-L-E. B-A-U-B-B-L-E. Your deep one. Whatever. You take too many turns. Bobbly, bobbly, boo. Why couldn't you just end it nice for the holidays? Merry Christmas, stuff. Oh, that's a Grinch. Whatever. This is the Pooja Anger Deep Show. Welcome to Can't Anger Deep. No, 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 no. On 98.1. CHFI. And Dinah from Mississauga is hoping to beat Gurdip. Here's the thing. Today is Dinah's birthday. Ooh, happy birthday, Dinah. Thank you. Thank you. It Are you one? Be your... Are you two? <laughs> Are you three? Um, yeah, I'm not going to go there. Sorry. <laughs> we, we might be here for a while, maybe. Is that it? Whoa. No, 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 no. That, that's not it. No. Is there a reason you can't tell us your age? Yeah, because a lot of people think I'm a lot younger than I actually am. Not to say that. You know, I'm not boasting myself, but... Mm-hmm. But I look good. I'm like a millennial, so. <laughs> they think you're a millennial, but you're the generation that comes before this. So they think you're a Gurdip, but you're actually a Pooja. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, that works. You know what? They, like Gen Xers, millennials, we can all get along. This is true. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, Dinah, you know how this works. I'll give you five trivia questions. I'll give the same five trivia questions to Gurdip. If you get more right, you're going to win $100 of his money, plus you're going to get the bragging rights. Perfect. Okay. Why don't we go ahead and kick Gurdip out of the studio? Go ahead. All right, Gurdip. It's time to make like a banana and split, my friend. Mm. Yummy. Very millennial-like. <laughs> okay, Dinah, here we go. A 1945 bottle of Romanée Conti has become the most expensive wine ever sold at $558,000. In what country would you find the province of Burgundy? France. Dakota Johnson says she can easily sleep 14 hours a day. Dakota is currently dating Gwyneth Paltrow's ex-husband. Who is he? Uh, Chris. 
Chris. Oh, my gosh. Chris, is first name okay? I'll need the first and last name, please. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I don't know. Darn. An $800,000 diamond ring that went missing at the Ritz in Paris was found inside a hotel vacuum cleaner. In what country was James Dyson born? Germany. There's a new Doritos-flavored tequila that smells and tastes like the chips. What is the main ingredient in guacamole? Avocado. Paddington the Musical is currently in the works in the UK. What color is Paddington's coat? Blue. Okay, Dinah, we're going to get Gurdip to come back in and see how he does with the same five questions. Okay, ready? Let's go. Why are you out of breath? (laughs) It's for me to know and you to find out. Oh, millennials. (laughs) A 1945 bottle of Romane Conti has become the most expensive wine ever sold at $558,000. In what country would you find the province of Burgundy? Burgundy, France. Dakota Johnson says she can easily sleep 14 hours a day. Dakota is currently dating Gwyneth Paltrow's ex-husband. Who's he? Chris Martin? Why do you look so suspicious? Because isn't there like a massive age gap? I don't know that I'm judging. But okay, anyway, let's move on. A $800,000 diamond ring that went missing at the Ritz in Paris was found inside a hotel vacuum cleaner. In what country was James Dyson born? U.S.? There's a new Doritos-flavored tequila that smells and tastes like the chips. What is the main ingredient in guacamole? Guacamole. Avocados, baby. Paddington, the musical, is currently in the works in the UK. What color is Paddington's coat? His coat. Like the coat he wears, not his coat like his fur. Yes. The yeah, coat yeah. he wears yes, over, yes, his, yes, yes. over his natural coat. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to buy time. I believe it's yellow. <laughs> okay. Dinah, you yeah. got three out of five, correct? It's going to be tight. Gritty, you got three out of five, Woo! correct? Oh, what that, does that mean? That means you have a tie. <laughs> and the game is called? Can't beat Gertie, which means it's a tie. You didn't beat him, so you didn't actually win a hundred. In order to take money. my money, you must beat me senselessly, oh. and instead, you have to listen to this on your birthday. Okay, so Dinah, I really felt for you. It was Chris Martin. Martin, you just forgot oh, I the had Martin. The first... Oh darn! Yes, and it's England that James Dyson was born. Uh, you said Germany, Is that the Dinah? guy that invited, invented Dyson? The Dyson, oh, yeah. Okay. So now you know what you got wrong. Dinah, in the end, you just tied Gurdip. But you know oh, what? That's okay. That's you both right. did really well. We did okay. Listen, I'm glad I didn't beat you on your birthday. We tied you. <laughs> so it's a bit of a softer note for your birthday. And I hope you have the best Perfect. day. Thank you so much. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening to the Pooja and Gurdip Show. Listen to Pooja and Gurdip live weekday mornings from 5 to 9. Only on 98.1 CHFI. Toronto's perfect music mix.